This is Devil Cloud Chasers TV, man. Y'all hit the notification bell. Y'all subscribe, man. Y'all let us know what y'all want to hear from us, man. Uh, content is king. We king. So uh, today we got in the building. Can you tell them your name? Yep, Jacqueline. Okay, and where that name come from? Um, Jacqueline is actually my first name. Um, I went by Haley most of my life, which is my middle name. But I feel like, you know, Jacqueline is more for the stage. I got you. So is that so that's like the first name you went by and you just stuck with it? Yeah. I just felt like it it hold that, you know, that presence, you know. And I'm all about you no know, gimmicks and stuff and I kinda wanted to do something that was me, you know, all the way in and out. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. Uh, that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Because people out there, I'm pretty sure they love, you know what I'm saying, genuine people, and uh, that's definitely a plus. So, uh, yeah. where exactly are you from? I'm from Canton, Ohio, um, Hall of Fame City. Okay, Hall of Fame City. Why they call it Hall of Fame City? Um, it has the football Hall of Fame there. We we invented football, so you know. All of the legends get to come, and we do a big parade every year. That's the only thing we know for us, for real, for us, a very, very small city. That's why I had to get out of there. Okay. How long was you there? Uh, I lived in Canada my whole life, basically. I moved to Georgia when I was uh, 21. 21? Okay. Yeah. So, you, you, so you've been in Georgia, like, um, what, three or four years? Um, yeah. How you, how you like in Georgia, like, um, like... Hold on, before I even get there, when you were in Ohio, were you doing music? Yeah, I've been doing music my whole life. That's why I, you know, I had to just pack up and just, you know, leave because Canton ain't really the place for, you know, the music scene. And now I see a lot of, like, upcoming kids, you know, doing music stuff there, but when I was doing it, when I was in high school, it just, there wasn't any outlets or platforms, so I came to Georgia, and Georgia's been good to me so far. I can't say that it's not, you know, moving your entire life to go somewhere else and follow your dreams and sacrifice, you know. It took time for me to, you know, get on my feet, learn the city, know where I was at, kind of people I was dealing with, and you know, but Georgia's been so, good to me. Hold on, hold on. Before we get before we get to Georgia, you're gonna still, you know, what I'm saying, stay in Ohio. So, you know, in Ohio, you growing up. So, when you, what, what age were you when you made your first song? My first song, I wrote my first song maybe at like eight. I want to say. Um, I have journals. I started mainly overall. I'm a writer. So I always kept journals. I always did poetry, stuff like that in school and stuff. I was in advanced English, things like that. I love to read and write, annotate. And my mom really exposed me to music. You know, my mom was, you know, your traditional mom. You know, black mom got the big sound system. She playing all the old schools, and it really influenced me. Um, the first time I seen Beyonce low-key perform at the BET Awards, and I was like, my whole life changed. Like, I was like, I don't want to be a lawyer no more. I want to be an entertainer. And that was my thing. I wanted to go to law school, be a lawyer, stuff like that. But 
And once I seen Beyonce do it, it was it was over for me. And it really all started there. You know, my mom got me a karaoke the next year for Christmas, and she got me all the CDs. And you know, it just yeah. it just started to develop itself. So when did you when did you go to the studio and record your first song? Were you in Ohio? My first, no, my first song. I, well, I'll take that back. I've been in the studio in Ohio, but I wasn't recording. I was always like freestyling or something like that, or roasting. Back when I was like. 15, 16, that was the thing to do, like, roast. And I, I'll make a rat roast with somebody or some shit like that. I mean, sorry, stuff like that, but... Oh, that's dope. Um, Is that part of the um the culture out there? Like, um, like far as, um you know, making that type of music, like the, um, you know, the roast well, mood, the, the roast the roast songs, like... um. Well, I, I don't know. Like, I guess when I was in high school, that's right, that's just what we did, you know? Yeah, um, I remember like, the, um, young young Jock. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a it was a thing. It had its little moment, you know, like everything does. But uh, Ohio, I don't even know what our our wave out there is straight trap music. You know, yeah. everybody, every dude out there listening to some underground dude, you know, like that. That trap, the I don't even know the proper word for it, but you know what I'm yeah. talking about. So, so with that, with that going on, and you know, clearly, like people making that type of music, it's probably a product of their environment. Um, with that being said, can you can you tell us a little bit more about growing up there? Like, um, you know, I'm not sure. Like a lot of times, I ask the males, like when they jumped off the porch, usually it'd be around 13 and 14. So I, I'm gonna say for you, so when you were about 17 years old. Who are you and, you know what I'm saying, what's going around, what type of obstacles, you you know what I'm saying, you're trying to overcome at that point? Well, honestly, I'm just, how I describe myself, see, I have our brothers. So in high school, I was real girly, you know, I dressed up and I was in the R&B, things like that, but I was always still tough because that's all I really know. So my obstacles can itself since it, when you have smaller cities, you know, the crime rate is higher. And right. it wasn't until I graduated where it was, like, a lot of people I knew just start dying. See, that was on that Chief Keith time. So all the kids off day was gangbangers. And wow. a lot it of people. Did it that much out there? It, no, yeah. The, the kids, yes. Like, the generation below me, yes. They it just got bad, like, and I didn't understand it because where I'm from, if you put these kids in real, you know, hostile environments like in Compton or somewhere in New York, they wouldn't stand a chance. But where I lived at, you know what I'm saying, it was really going down. And it, it was crazy to look up and be like, wow, this person died, this person died, that person in jail for 20, 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that was what I was going through. And it just, Stuff start happening to where, boom, you look up, it could be now you and some stuff with somebody else or just because you was there, you in jail or some stuff like that. And I had to get out. Like, by the time I was 18, I did everything in Canton there was to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we only have the Football Hall of Fame. So we, I did the parades. You know, I did the parties. I did prom. Like, my mental was always to, to expand. Like, I... I want to say, like, almost like a diamond in the rough, low-key. Like like I said, I'm, yeah. I like R&B. I sing. 
everything comes from my writing. I can write. So if you can write, because to me, rap is not just a, you know, this jibber-jabber, which is what's a trend now. It's poetry. It's a story. And usually back then in the day, most rappers were telling a story or telling a struggle. You know what I'm saying? So me developing more hip-hop just came from my struggle. I wasn't, you know, happy. I can't write you a giddy song if I'm not giddy, if I just moved to Georgia and I'm broke. You know what I'm saying? So that whole hip-hop rap, that started to develop once, you know, I I, I sacrificed everything. Because now I can't keep writing songs about, you know, being in love or, you know, things you write songs about because that's not what I'm living in my life right now, you know? Right. So you had to get some experience. So, like, even even before we even get to, you know what I'm saying, um, Georgia, we're going to go back to um, Ohio and, like, even navigating through all that. You said, like, you had your brothers and, um, you know, even you you address girly and um, you'll still have that tomboy boy, uh, image. But at the same time, uh, did, did you have any uh, OGs, like female OGs or period, like male or female that you might have looked up to and you was like, you know what, I could be that one day? Like in a rap game? Uh, rap or at the, at that time, I'm pretty sure you said that you had seen Beyonce. So, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I love uh, Beyonce. Nikki was... Wasn't anybody Nikki other was, than Beyonce, like some OGs, like in your neighborhood who possibly was, um, oh. even if they was making beats or even if they was writing and they said, keep keep going your grind. You know what I mean? No, no. It's crazy to think that's not you asking that. Not really. Like, where I'm from... You know what I'm saying? You really don't get that applause or you don't get that motivation or things like that until you already hit certain points. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to sound way, but, you know, I didn't feel like there was nobody I could compare myself to. Because in high school, the hood girls didn't like me because I was too girly. And then the girly girls didn't like me because I'm just too down to earth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was cool enough. You know, in high school, like, I was girly enough to the point where I didn't want to be a cheer, but I didn't want to be a cheerleader, stuff like that. So, low-key, you know what I'm saying, there was nobody I really compared myself to. I really wasn't that that liked in high school at a certain point, to be honest, you know. And we used to do the beats. That's that's where it came from, like, on the lunch table or somebody beatboxing with their mouth Mm. and then would do, like, rap battles and stuff like that and rap. I, I was a singer at this point, so I just did it for fun. And then when I looked up and I'm 21 and I'm writing and my words is a little bit more hard and sharp and it's a little bit more bass in my tone. I'm I'm more pissed off now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm hungry now. I'm like, well, dang, hey, you know, this might be, this is something. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't keep denying who you are because when you, when you are developing, when you are learning yourself, you worry about what everybody else is thinking. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to be a rapper. You know, I was a singer, and that's like, now I'm doing both. The only person low-key I could even compare myself to, and it's still not even a comparison, like, to me, the old, like, MJB, like, Mary J. Blige, she, back in the day, she was sexy. She was singing her butt off, but she had this roughness about her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was soulful. I'm a little bit more hood than Mary J. Blige because obviously I'm rapping. I like to talk a lot of a lot of mess. I like to go in, yeah. but I really can't compare myself because like like 
like I said, like when I was coming up, Nikki was the rapper. I look up to Nikki in every way because her punchlines, her metaphor, her ignorance, that's where I feel like I get my confidence, my cockiness. Like when I'm writing bars, sometimes I'm like, if if, if it ain't ignorant enough to where Nikki wants to say it ain't hard, you know what I'm saying? Like I like punchlines, like actual bars or some stuff that make you think, like, you know, not just like mm-hmm. going on, but at the same time, I like to sing, I like to sit down and write, I could write you a song, I, I want to write songs for other people one day, the songs I don't have enough courage to maybe sing myself, I would love to sell to somebody else, you know what I'm saying, or make a hit for somebody else, like, Absolutely. so I really can't compare myself to nobody right now in the game, or even back when I was coming up, because people were looking at me like, oh, you want to be a singer, you want to be a rapper, and I'm like, yeah. So people mm-hmm. really wasn't with it then. Now it's just now that being a female rapper is cool. You know what I'm saying? That now it's just it's just now in thing. But it's people who've been doing that. You know, now people of course like, oh, I, oh, I'm so proud of you. I see you perform. I see you doing this and that. And I'm like, this is nothing new. If you know me, you you know that I I was gonna be doing this eventually. Okay. I, yeah. That's that's dope. So like, <clears throat> we you know you spoke on your mother. And you said that your mother um, was definitely influenced. Like, as soon as she seen that you had a passion for it, she, you know, she went ahead and um, did what she needed to do. Um, how was your father in your life? My father was good. He was a good father, you know what I'm saying? He was there when I needed him to be from graduation, you know, uh Kid character awards, assembly meetings, parent-teacher conferences, things like that. But like I said, I had a very strong mother, and I had three male influences. So I never really, I never, you know, want to say, like, I had, like, uh, daddy issues or anything like that. Like, he, he was there when he needed to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom was a single parent. I didn't have both parents in the house. I, I didn't see, you know, my dad every day, things like that. But... I always felt loved or in safe. My, but like I said, my mom was, she was both parents. So I never felt like I was going without a parent, an other parent. Okay. Dope, dope. So now you're 25 and, you know, you've been on a journey. And um, is it anyone who has came up to you since then, you've been recording and doing what you need to do has maybe inspired you or gave you a voice or reason to keep going? Can you talk about that situation? Um, what's motivating me right now to keep going is probably just, you know, my mom, you know, she still can. I want to get her out of there. I want to I wanna show her the world, you know, and inspire her how she inspired me. And um, last year I actually lost my cousin who I – uh, initially moved out here with. He was the one person that took that uh, leap of faith and took a chance and let me come out here and stay with him, let my best friend come out here, you know what I'm saying, Before, so we could get on our feet. And he actually passed away last year, so that's Who's that, Mr. That... Davis? Hmm? Was that Mr. Davis? Yes. Yeah, shout him out. Yeah, Juice Davis, long live Juice Davis, man, for real. That's my heart right there. Like, he really is what's pushing me because I hit a wall because, like I said, it's just – it was us out here, and now it's just me out here with my best friend, you know what I'm saying? And it feels weird, but 
I wake up and I just make sure, like, I'm always on my A game and I want to be consistent now. Because nowadays it's so easy to just go do something, hit a lick, especially in Georgia. It's just so easy to just do something that you might regret and get some money. And anybody who can get some money to be in the studio, now nah, they, they hit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. now I want to take – I didn't took my time. I didn't, you know, develop my craft. And I feel like I'm ready to show the world. And I can hear him like, okay, it's time. Like, you, you got to – it's your time. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's always the voice that's in my head and, like, always speaking to me when I want to, like, just not even move a muscle. That's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So, so do what you – like, far as, um, like, you know, you, you, you going through different struggles and, you know what I'm saying, you overcoming different things and, you know what I'm saying, you, you who you are now. Like, um, do you think that um, you'll ever go back to, like, Canton and open up something or, you know what I'm saying, do something similar to Nipsey, or you think that Nipsey did the wrong thing and that's why he did? Ooh, that is a <laughs> – I definitely, I definitely would am, I am going to do something for my city. But, see, what you have to understand is that when you are loved like that, when you can find people that believe in you and, and, and are on your path with you and, and love you and praise you, there's always going to be somebody in the corner who is the exact opposite. And they hate you for all the same reasons everybody else loves you. So I feel like Nipsey did the right thing, you know what I'm saying, because I am a firm believer in that everything just happens for a reason and that there's a higher purpose and that, you know, the good ones go first. I sort of saying that Nipsey definitely did something to me because it reminded me a lot of my cousins that he was killed right there out there in L.A. the same way, you know what I'm saying, just taken away like like that in the blink of an eye, you know, just for standing outside, you know what I'm saying? And it's sad that you got to realize the world is like that, but, you know what I'm saying, how do OGs go out? How do... How do the the greats go out? You you know what I'm saying? It's it's me- it's messed up to think of it like that, but right. that's how I have to think about it to to be okay with the fact that you know what I'm saying I'm missing a loved one, and I know that people are hurting because of Nipsey. So he definitely didn't do nothing wrong. He did what he was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you're supposed to give back. That's what makes you a bigger person when you can overlook everything and still and still be who you are and help others who may want to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who, what defines you, you know? So I definitely want to do something for my city. Um, can't and made me who I am, so I can't really be upset with them. But like I said, I have people who I know believe in me, and I have people who I know don't. And, you know what I'm saying, they got to live with that once I make it. <laughs> so that's what this. Dope, dope. Yeah, that, that that's dope right there. So, um, so do you think like um like far as like since you've been doing your thing and whatever, um, do you think like Ohio, you know what I'm saying, like once you start, you know, posting your music and um, you know, what I'm saying reaching back out to, you know, I'm sure people who follow you from your your town, you know what I mean? Do, do you think that yeah. um do you think that they um that they gonna come together with you and um uh, make some music like you know different artists in Ohio? Is that something that they do there or what? I definitely will. It's a few artists from Ohio that I will work with. Um, 
like I said, this, this it's crazy. I don't even want to say generation because, like I said, I'm only 25, but it seems like even the kids that's 20, 2019, you know what I'm saying, they're a whole different gang. Like, they're a whole different generation. So my music is a little different than what a lot of the new millennials like. But I am, you know, I can adapt to anything. I, like I said, I believe in my skills, so I can hop on anything. And, and I'm not just a rapper or writer, I mean, or, or a singer. I'm a songwriter. So I could sit down and, and really work and write and structure a song with somebody. So, yeah, I would definitely work with some artists. But they got to be... They got to be talented, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody can't be that rapper, but if you have, like, your own style, your own swag, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you bring something that's different, I'm with it. But it got to be up to par. Are there any uh, female rappers you like right now that you, you will possibly want to work with, you know what I'm saying, that you want to put that energy out there that, you know what I'm saying, you'll work with? For sure, for sure. I would definitely love to work with a lot of the new female artists, you know what I'm saying? Um, if I had the opportunity to work with anybody first, it would definitely probably be Nicki Minaj because, I mean, she's, like, a great, so who just wouldn't say that first? Um, you know, Meg is hot right now. You know, Cardi, you know, you can't knock uh, the females coming up in the rap game right now. Um, who is Meg? Can you shout her out? Yeah, uh, Meg the Stallion. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, yeah. I would work with you know what I'm saying I'm I'm very humble right now so I I would love to work with anybody I, I, any opportunity you know what I'm saying I'm ready for the kill all the time to hit the stage in the studio I'm always ready so I would work for sure oh that's dope that's dope so like okay okay so you got any upcoming projects what like what's next for you yes my mixtape is dropping no gimmick this is my baby. When I tell you I have been working on this song, this this mixtape for whew, maybe like two years, you know what I'm saying? Like just the flow of working and trying to be an artist, trying to chase your dreams. Like, but I've learned so much making this mixtape. You know what I'm saying? I'm really ready to show myself to the world. I've had I have so many songs in my vault, but what people don't realize is when you are artist and you write your own lyrics and you write your own shit, you are basically putting your heart and soul on the line. So for a very long time, I wouldn't post my music. I didn't want to show nobody because I was so scared. Like, what's my mom going to think? What's my brother going to think? I'm talking about F that and this and that. So this is really like my my growing pains and everything developed into who Jacqueline is now officially no gimmicks no backtracks no none of that all authentic all real I'm just I'm so excited about it I can't wait no gimmicks that will be dropping this summer that will be dropping sometime in June I don't put an exact date on the check but that will be dropping very very soon that's dope and uh can you tell us um how they can follow you on social media, where they can find you at, or they, your music, even on iTunes, yeah, whatever? Yeah, for sure. They start? Yeah, I'm a, for sure. I got a single out right now called I Want It. I Want It. It's for all my spicy ladies who see it and they want it. They go get it. They going to take it. And they don't need no man to do that. Um, uh, That is out right now on all streaming platforms, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. That's everywhere. 
You can follow me on IG at Jack the Queen. That's J A C T H E Q U E E N underscore. But I will be the person to pop up because only one me. Um, and Instagram is really my source. That's where I like to post some of my videos. Um, you'll always see me on Instagram. You can catch me there. Follow me on YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's lit. And what you? How did it? What was the um name? One more time. Your Instagram Jack- and your own. Um, can you spell it? Yep, J A C T H E Q U E E N underscore Jack the Queen. Got you, got you, got you. Y'all, y'all get that man. Y'all go follow her. Y'all go search her music on YouTube and on YouTube they can find you. How they how they search you? Yep, just put in J- Jacqueline. <laughs> That's spell my that first for. name. If you yep, it's J A C Q U E. L E E N Jacqueline. Dope, dope. So y'all don't got no excuses, man. And this lady is beautiful. And you can see she got a personality, so we're gonna stamp it. You know what I mean? Uh also like uh when they when can can they um like if they playing your music and they showing you support, like what hashtag can they use, you know what I'm saying? So you can see it and you could possibly repost it on your Instagram to let them know. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. That you draw that support. Oh, that's what's up, no for real. You can hashtag no gimmicks. G E, I'm sorry, G I M I C. No gimmick. Okay? So that's the name with a mixtape. You hashtag no gimmick or Jack the Queen. I will see it. Dope, dope, dope. So y'all heard her, man. She going to repost y'all, man. And that, that brings us to the end, man. It's Death for the Cloud Chasers TV, man. Uh, you know, this is the podcast. Y'all go check us out on YouTube. Y'all search us on all your uh, podcast forums if you're hearing this, wherever you at. You know what I mean? Uh, We're going to check back in, though, later. Really appreciate it. It's all good. I appreciate you guys for reaching out to me. Absolutely. We try to uh, dig deep. And, you know, everybody who got their clout, everybody who won't clout, just know that if you work hard, you don't got to worry about clout. Right. Definitely. Yeah, it just all takes a lot of just a hard work and repetition, discipline, you know, and, you know, of course, talent, too. I mean, nowadays it's a little different. Um, a lot of stuff does go based off of popularity. Um, That's why we sing. Right. That for the cloud chaser. Man, I can dig it. We detonating all that. We going back <laughs> to what's the art of it, like why they yeah. doing it. You know, so we're going to get into um first question we want to get into is uh, Plain Jane. Like, is that your first stage name? Yeah, that's my first stage name. I've I've never had another uh, artist name. Um, when I what was is- younger, though, when I was younger, though, my brother he used to call me uh, Baby May. <laughs> that was because my name is Janae. That's my my actual government name. But yeah, my brother used to call me Baby May when he used to uh, tell me to sit down and write raps with him. Dope, dope. But my so, first this official rap name has my only official rap name has been Plain Jane. Plain Jane. And mm-hmm. um, what year was that when you, um, how old were you when you, you know what I'm saying, like you just started going with that period? With uh, Plain Jane? Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually, uh, I think either, I think I was 19. 19, okay. Yeah, I was like 18 or 19, one of those. Dope, dope. So you from uh, Richmond, California? Yep, I'm from Richmond, Richmond, Rich City, California. Okay, 
That's that's what it goes by, Rich City, California. <laughs> I mean, you know, we it's, we have different <laughs> names for it. It's uh, you yeah. call it Richmond. A lot some people call it Rich City. You know, some people just call it the richest. You know, like we have mm-hmm. our own little. It just depends on you know the conversation piece. You know how excited we are. You know, but um, this is all of the above. So, like, for people who don't know, you know what I'm saying, like, people, we just looking at the map, we see it's Northern California, so we automatically assume. Is that the Bay Area? Yeah, Richmond is in the Bay Area. So you got Richmond. The main Bay Area cities are uh, Richmond, Oakland, San Francisco, Berkeley. Like, they're still, like, you You got the South Bay, you got the North Bay, you know, you got San Jose, you got Santa Rosa. You got, like, all these different um like the base stretches out pretty wide, um, a lot more than a lot people a lot of people know, you know, so but it's uh you know, yeah, that's pretty much you know, you got the Vallejo, you know, like it's it's a lot of cities that are in the Bay Area, but yeah, Richmond is like one of those like main like like if you're from out here, the like the top you know, like the top tier like Bay Area cities are I mean, I I don't wanna say it like that because it's it's just we're all inclusive, but yeah, Richmond is a part of the Bay Area. Dope, 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 dope. So coming from the Bay, I, I got you, I got you, I got you. So like, so coming from Richmond, California, you know what I mean. Um, I like to talk to the uh, male artists, and usually from the age of like thirteen to fourteen, people usually transition to who they gonna be, right? And right. Uh, so with the females, you know, say so I like to go to like about seventeen, eighteen. So seventeen, eighteen. You around Richmond, California? Who are you? Can you talk about that person? Um, yeah, sure. Um, so, hold on, I'm getting a phone call. I gotta, I'm gonna hit it right back. Hold on, sorry. Um, so you said the person who I was like around uh, 17, 17, 18. You know what I'm saying? Who, uh, who, you know what I'm saying? Everything before 17, 18. You, you now you 17, 18. You know you coming of age. Who are you, Richmond, California? Uh, I would I would say I'm more of the I was more of like the you know just about to get out of high school uh, you know had my mindset on college and uh, but I ended up getting uh, pregnant and um, I had a kid at an early age you know so it kind of mm-hmm. changed my it changed the trajectory of my life um, dr- dramatically drastically you know I was um, you know, I was just a I was just a kid at that time, you know. It wasn't a lot, you know, really to you know, like any other average person just trying to make it, you know, just wanna go Navigate. to school, you know, get a great job, you know, and all of that. And then all of a sudden I had a kid and um uh, honestly it shouldn't have ever stopped me from going to college, but I think I was just scared to of being by myself and, you know, trying to take care of a child, you know, but I was like a, a athlete, um like straight A student, you know, so it was a lot of people were like super disappointed when I uh, when I got pregnant, but um, I feel like that's the biggest blessing to me was having my child. You know, even though of course a lot did change and you know could have been this status. Like I don't feel like anything anything that I wanted back then I could still have right now. You know, mm-hmm. it's just about it's just about actually just execution and just getting it done. But mm-hmm. that was. But that was me. I was, you know, like I went through a phase, you know, I was like into heavy smoking and all of that. And, you know, I was a kid at that time. So was you running around like, um, you know what I'm saying? Was you running around with like the um the gang members or the D-boys? Like, 
you know nah. what I'm saying? Like, like well, from coming from a female perspective, like, you nah, know, these females, they go towards a D-boy or they go towards a gangster or they go towards, you know what I'm saying, the guy who, you know, might not be involved in none of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was, um, I was very... I was a very straightforward thinker, you know, like even though I went through my phase of being with like hood niggas and shit like that, but, um, I, and I still love them at the end of the day, them still my dogs, but you know, I, that it's just, a, it's a certain element I don't want around my household, you know, like I have a child, so I'm not trying to, you know, be trying to figure out like, you know, what's going on. Like I, I don't get me wrong. I still got family members and all that. But it had been times where I done had to, like, you know, like, but, like, when they was going through certain things, you know, it's like, but I'm not about to have my house get shut up. But because if one of these hit my daughter, you know, it's going to be a lot of problems between me and you, you know? And it's like, Absolutely. you know, man. And, uh, and, uh, but so as far as, like, me hang, doing, I mean, I, I never really liked the, the deep where, like, like, if it was too much, I never really liked it because I didn't like a lot of times they're paranoid, you know, and I'm a very easygoing, chill person, you know, so I don't like all that, you know, like, you know, like checking the doors and all of that shit. Like, that's to me, that's too much, you know. I can go visit people like that. Like, I can go hang, like, you know, if I'm like, you know, fuck with you, like, I'm not like this, I'm not a scary type of person because I still grew up around it, you know, but it's just a certain thing that I didn't want in my relationship. You know, I never wanted to be, you know, put into a, a situation where, like, where we, every other day, we, we trying to figure out, you know, like, you know, what's going like, you know, it's just that, that element I just didn't really want to be around. So I always fucked with people who either had a past or were, like, you know, like, aware of the Yeah, they got their, they know about it. Like, I couldn't never just fuck with a total, like, just square nigga like that. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say couldn't. Because shit, if if the nigga was smart and had his shit together, you know, I'm not, I'm not knocking it or not putting that, you know, like or anything like that. Like I would honestly, I don't really have no host bar for that. But somebody just who just knee deep in it, I just can't fuck with because I can't, I just can't be looking over my shoulders like that. Dope, dope. So like you, you know, what I'm saying, uh, of, of course, at that time you pretty much settled around your circle. You know who you know. What I'm saying you call your loved ones or whatever. And um, during that time, did you have any like female like OGs or even male OGs? Someone you looked up to might have gave you inspiration to keep keep going. Yeah, I mean, like as far as like I've always hung around like older people. Like some of my best friends are like in their fifties. You know, like I have people like I've always liked older people because they got so much game. You know, like they could tell you about so much stuff that happened in life. But I have, like, I have friends from all different ages and, you know, walks of life. I've had people from different races. Like, I have one of my friends, one of my friends is, like, Native American and Italian, and she's, like, older. And then I have, like, you know, like, it's, it's like, black friends and everything like that. Like, I, lo- I love um, hanging around OGs. It's just so much pure game that you get from them. Absolutely, absolutely. So anybody you want to uh, shout out for, you know what I'm saying, at that, at that point in time or not? Nah? I mean, you know, they, they low-key people, you know? Yeah. It, it, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I like, I got, like, my crew people that I fuck with, but they they, they like to be off the scene like that. They're not, like, really, <laughs> they wouldn't be like, I... <laughs> so, 
so now you, you know what I'm saying? You basically, now you're talking about you doing music at this age, correct? Uh-huh. This is around the time you start doing music. So at this point in time, like, did your, you know what I'm saying? Did you have any, um, you know, f- your father, was he around? My father, yeah. Uh-huh. He was, what about um, your mother? I, yeah, I had my mother. They weren't together, um, but I spent time with my dad, and I spent, like, I lived with my mom. And I had, my mom got remarried, so I had a stepfather too. Dope. So was they like um, immediately supportive of your um, you know, you pursuing rap? Oh yeah, for sure. My um, my mom, man, I would call her sometimes, and she, mind you, my mom is like Bible thumper, you know, like she really bout it when it comes to church and stuff like that. Like we had to go to church like five days out of the week. Like it was no games. We with the Sunday service. We got. You know, choir rehearsal, we had Bible study, you know, like these are separate days during out the week, you know. So we were in church, 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 church. So when we started rapping, I think my mom, like once she, her getting married to my stepdad was like something that really helped her become more, you know, um, open to, you know, because he was like, he was a weed smoker and he, you know, like he loved like, like all types of hip hop music and you know, so he kind of softened that for her already. So by the time mm-hmm. we started, like, really doing music, she already had, like, you know, because when we were little, she didn't even let us listen to, like, the radio like that. We had to listen to church music or oldies, you know, like the old, um, you know, Marvin Gaye and Temptations and all of that. That's what she wanted, like, us to listen to. We didn't get only time we listened to hip-hop music is if we bought the CDs and listened to them on our own, which we, which we did, you know. But uh, when we got older, she was actually extremely supportive. My mom's been to some of my shows. And mind you, I, I, go, I go balls to the wall in my music. And uh, and she, and like, she would always be like, man, one time, one day y'all going to go from singing Bootylicious to uh, Thank You Jesus on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, it's just, it's, but she's always been supportive. My dad, too. Uh, it's funny because my first show, my uh, my dad, he came in in, like, a three-piece suit, and my dad never wore shit like that. Like, he always wore, like, <laughs> like, 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 like uh, polos, dirty-ass polos with the fucking jeans because he is a construction worker. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, always just be in, like, rent, like the be- most dress-up he would get is, like, maybe some slacks, a polo, and, like, one of those, like, um, them hats that they used to wear, like, you know, the backwards. I can't remember what them hats, them duck kind of, the duck kind of hats, but um, I forget what kind of hats those are called. But not the fedora, but the the one that's, like, flatter, and it kind of dips down a little bit. I know what you're talking but about. I, but he, uh, he, that's the most I would see. But my first performance, he came in a three-piece suit. It's a hard bottom. I said, okay. Look at my dad back there, but I was hella just my mom, my dad, and my stepdad were all at my first show, and my mom was down there talking to like a, it was like a Sony representative there. My mom, he was like, he came upstairs and talked to us afterwards, and he was like, man, hey, somebody got a mama downstairs or something. I was like, yeah, my mom down there, and he was like, man, your mama heck of supportive of you. She's like, yep, that's my girl. She gonna be this, that, and the other, be a big star and all of that. Like, I, it was like just like wow, like. Me as a kid, I would have never predicted to ha- to for that to be like transpiring, but I was I was hella juiced. But yeah, I got I got supportive parents for sure. That's dope. That's dope. That's really dope, man. Shout out your parents, man. Plain Jane, man. She in the building. 
So like, mm-hmm. uh, tell, tell me like the uh about the first song you recorded. You know what I'm saying? If you can remember who recorded it, you know what I mean? Ah oh, man, who was the engineer? I remember where I was at. I think you know what? I think it was um uh, Know It All from Oakland. He's actually he just produced a song I'm about to uh, release, Candy Crush. So he was the first person who uh, recorded me. And when I tell you the song was like, it was just like, uh, it was like my voice sounded ridiculous. I was like, what the hell? I was so down on myself. Like, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And I remember um, this other female rapper, she was there. Her name was uh, Queen Dila. And uh, she was like, 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 nah, like, she said, this your first time? She said, you did that good. She's like, I sounded hella bad on my, I was like, this is good? I was like, but I just was about to quit two seconds ago. She's like, nah, just keep going. Just, you know, your swag and all of that is going to come in. You just got to keep on going with it. But she's like, as far as, like, you being able to stay on beat and shit like that, she was like, that's good. You know, some people who can't even stay on beat, let alone, you know, record a whole song that's, you know, swagged yeah. out and all of that. She was like, but that'll come to you. So that, you know, that helped motivate me, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. So did you, like, you know, growing up out there, you know, uh, in, in the Bay, you know, not all of California, but uh, really in the Bay Pacific, they, they actually have a battle rap scene. So did you, you participate in that? No, I didn't. I almost got into the battle rap. Um, once somebody reached out to me from New York, um, this is like, I'm not sure if you heard of O'Blimey, but um, me and this girl, we, we were, like, in ciphers together um, for the Team Backpack Ciphers, which are now called uh, World Underground. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were in, the like, the original series of those ciphers when they were in um, the Bay Area. And um, and one of her, she got scouted for a battle rap. And um, when they saw our cipher, they asked me to, too. So I was supposed to fly out to New York, but I don't know what happened. It just didn't, it never uh, transpired. But... Um, but I never really got into the battle rap scene. Like when I first, when I thought I was going to be in it, I'm, I studied so many battle raps out there. I was like, ooh, like I'm about to go out there and tear some shit up. But I was like, man, but that that battle rap scene is vicious, though. Yeah. And definitely yeah, out there, like they, you know what I'm saying? Like out there, you know, to me, it always, like I'm from Chicago. So like out there, you know, I've been a lot of places. And um, out there, it just, it just, it reminds me of that New York, that, that same aggression. You know what I right. mean? Like the same aggression, the same type of feeling, like that you get from every bar. You know what right. I mean? It, I I get it from uh from like people that's rapping over in the Bay Area, or you know what I'm saying? I say Northern California, period. You know what I mean? Right, right. But yeah, that's definitely dope though. That um. Y'all definitely got you something. That, you you seen that battle rap between uh, Fab and Arsenal? No, uh-uh. Oh, man, if you ever want to watch any of the battles of, of battles to watch, that one was vicious, but I was like, yeah. you already know Arsenal, Arsenal is a manny motherfucker. That nigga, like, that nigga is like a different type of battle rap. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Like, that boy is battle rapper boy I'm like this nigga really be taking chances with that shit but because I'm like it's the way he battle raps is like it's deeper than just battle rapping to me it's like you know it ain't really no rules when it comes to battle rapping but it's like sometimes that shit can get like 
that shit can get real, real personal. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the one aspect about battle rap. And I was like, I don't know. You got to really be able to have a stomach for that, you know, to not like yeah. be reactive towards, you know, something that somebody says, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, most a lot of people go and relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that's definitely um, a lot of people yeah, do rap, but they just ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> right. I mean, shit. Niggas done got whipped out on. Niggas done got you know, yeah. fights and all types of shit. You know. I yeah, really. Girl, even in the girl scene, but females done got jumped. And y'all got a big girl scene out there where y'all where you at? You know what I mean? Mhm. You got a few few of them out that way, you know. But um. I'm gonna go into um so like so now you know we 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 know who you are you know what I'm saying now we, we got you rapping so like um uh, on this journey now now we leading up to who you are today did you um happen to run into an artist that you like or somebody in the industry who might have gave you inspiration got on the track or whatever you know what I mean um I had yeah I mean um. I've done, uh, I've done like in the past, like there, I went through a time where I wasn't doing music and right before it was like at the time when I was really about to blow up out here in the Bay area and mm-hmm. I just stopped out of nowhere. And, um, I had, I had just gotten on a song with, um, Trina and Pinky. Mm. Yeah, that was, that experience was dope. Um, the song was, came out on fire. I was on the hook and, um, on the verse. I did the, I did a verse and I wrapped the hook. I wrote the hook too. Oh, that's dope. And, uh, yeah, that song. I still got it too. It just never. So how did how did how did that relationship come about? Like, um, you know, we are gonna go with Trina. So like, how did like how did how did she you know what I'm saying was informed well, enough to where she'd be like, you know what, you do your thing, girl. I'm gonna get on this. Well, it was more so the people who brought us together. It wasn't necessarily Trina's camp that said, hey, we want to do a song with this girl. It was somebody who was making a song. Period. And was like reached out to me and reached out to her. And you want to shout them out? Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was uh, my my homegirl from the from the creamery. So that's when she was doing her thing uh, uh, back then. And, uh, and yeah, she put she put that move together. It was um, actually when Trina came out here to shoot a video with Too Short, and um, at their video shoot, they were like, okay, uh, they reached out to like you know like the female rappers and everybody. She was like, man, uh, we need a female rapper from the Bay Area that's popping. And everybody there uh, was, like, playing Jane for show. You know, mm-hmm. like, it was no question. Because I was, like, one of the only females out here. Like, this is before Sweetie. This is before Kamaya. This is, like, this is when I was, like, literally one of the only females that was really uh, rapping back then. It was a few other ones out that was out, too. You know, I still have my girl, Chrissy Blanco. We, like I said, we had, like, you could just look at the – Team Backpack Cyphers and see, like, you know, we had Rocky Rivera. You know, like, it still was, like, we, uh, hop, you know, uh, like, uh, Lil Hopi and all that. We we had females back there, but it was, like, when I when I was starting to, like, blow up, it was, like, getting kind of crazy, you know? And I was, mm-hmm. like, and I was a part of the whole Schmop Life HBK circuit, so that's when we were, like, stupid hot at that time, you know? So oh. it, it only made sense. But um, yeah, so when they reached out to for me to do the song, I ended up going to um, to the hotel where Trina was at. But um, she was like like in another room, and I recorded in the hotel room. And um, shit, laid down the um, the hook and my verse, and it came out super clean. 
That's dope. So, like, doing this journey, did you get any type of inspiration for any of them individuals to, like, to keep going at that point? I mean, you know, I had Missy Elliott reach out to me before um, and just was, like, like just just telling me, you know, and that's somebody I really, really looked up to. You know, like, that's yeah, somebody she who had a huge impression on me as a child. And um, and um, when she reached out to me and was, like, playing Jane, keep going, you know, like, this was, like, on Twitter or something. And she was like, you, you know, like you, you know, like just, just give me uh, words of encouragement. That was hella tight. I remember um, Buster Rhymes, he did too. Um, I had, um, I had like, yeah, I just, I had a couple people who like, you know, this is, I don't know, it was like music was a lot different back then. You know, it was, it was easier to get, it was easier to get like to be to get noticed from your talent, you mm-hmm. know. And that's what meant a lot. I remember MC Hammer. He 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 reached out out to me after he seen the Team Backpack Cipher, and it was dope. We got to um, sway. I I was able to go on to um to the morning show with Sway with um yeah. with, with two of the girls from my uh, Cipher too because he saw our Cipher and he um aired um part of the clip on um, MTV. Like it was it was hella dope. Yeah, shout out Sway, man. He 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 definitely be holding it down. For sure. And Missy Elliott, like, man, I just can't wait today. Just like, I don't know if it, I'm pretty sure it's her because she got everything she needs. You know what I mean? And um, I just hope that one day she allowed them people to come and say, hey, let's tell everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, give us some, you know, light on her because she definitely like somebody who we need to know it all, man. She a genius. Right, man. I just, I would love to be able to, to sit with Missy and, you know, just be under her tutelage and all of that, like, that would be something dope to me. I feel like that would be somebody I could bounce super, because one, we're both cancers. The cancers are fucking, like, super creative people. Uh, not mm-hmm. to say anybody else isn't, but that's like, a, like, when we're in our creative passions, man, it's like the vision, like, just look at her videos, like, bro, like, the, the visuals, like, that you have to have in your head to put that shit out onto, like, like, and to just create, even though I'm pretty sure she had, like, creative directors and stuff like that were around it and stuff like that. Yeah. It also helps implement ideas. It also takes a lot from the that artists themselves. You could tell. Absolutely. They want to paint the, the original picture. Right. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, like, just, like, she just always been hella dope to me. Yeah, that's, 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 that's dope. So, like, you know, you growing up and you being from where you from, like, and you know, um, it definitely been like street rappers, and it's definitely street female rappers. You probably consider yourself a, a street female rapper, correct? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess you could say that. Yeah, like I wouldn't say like it's a bad thing. I'm just mean like someone that's, you know, what I'm saying that's from the struggle, that know what's right. going on, right. that's gonna speak for everybody who on some everyday thing. You know what I mean? For, for sure, definitely, yeah. So with that being said, never, like, do you... I was never the violent type of person, though. I don't talk about... Yeah, I wouldn't like say that. that. I wouldn't say... I, that's right. why I mentioned the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Just, right, like, right. the fear, yeah. just knowing the struggle. Like, that struggle is, like, violence. That comes sometimes with the struggle. Sometimes but you got to do But the do. whole big picture is the struggle. Right, for sure. You know what I mean? That's no, that's definitely. what everything is, is about. So, so with that being said, like... Like, do you think that um, even with female rappers or 
even male rappers, do you think that they should, you know what I'm saying, come back to their hood and, um, you know what I'm saying, and celebrate and far as, like, opening up businesses, doing similar things what my boy Nipsey Hussle did, man, R.P. Nip. Um, yeah. Do you think that people should do that, or do you think that once they get out the hood, they probably should stray away and just build things from a distance type of deal? Well, I feel like they should be building even when they're still struggling. If they still building right now, like right now, like, you know, I'm I'm working on, like, projects, you know, with youth and stuff out here when I'm small and people remember that. I feel like a lot of times, like, it is a scary thing because it's like you always got those people who are looking in the sh- lurking in the shadows, you know? So it's like you got to be careful for sure. And I'm not just saying this from a Nipsey standpoint. You know, I'm just saying it from, like, a, a period because it's a lot yeah, of times period. people get, like, you know, like people get discouraged about coming back to their hood because it's a lot of stuff that happens. Like, you know, I we got people out here who from their own hood, who got shot in their own hood, just like, you know, Nixon did. Even though they didn't, you know, some of them died, some of them didn't, you know. Um, but it's like, so it's hard to tell somebody that. But I'm I'm the type of person where it's like, you know, it's, it, I wouldn't feel right in my heart if I wasn't doing something for my community and I had the 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 uh, the means to do it. You know, that's something that I believe strongly. Like I was when I was a kid, I was I did a lot of stuff in the community. My mom put us in a lot of programs. We was in the Richmond Youth Academy, which is like like a um, like a firefighter cadet. You know, we were in like I was in the the Countywide Youth Commission where we helped like set up programs all around you know, the Bay Area to help, you know, um, you know, curate, you know, like for the, uh, for like the cities and stuff like that, for like, like uh, programs to put, to um, to put inside the cities and, you know, making it easier access for youth to get in, in uh, involved in it. Mm-hmm. And so I was always a part of my community, like, you know, even now, like re- reaching out to my boy who does the, um, who works with, um, rise and stuff like that it's it's just that's that's something that's very important to me and um so when i do get the ability you know it's you know it's it's, i don't know how i don't know what how it's going to come into fruition but i know that i will it's no way that i can't like i love my city too much i love you know and i have like i feel like i have the passion and, and the ideas to actually get things done and do things you know, to that'll that'll really help, like in the community, just period. Dope, dope. Yeah, that that's definitely dope. Yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? And uh, everybody, man, it's plain Jane, man. If y'all on YouTube or whatever platform y'all listen to this, once you're done, man, go ahead and search them, man. Listen to that music. Yeah, for sure. But um. So, like, do you think, like, in um, Northern California, do you think they stick together, like, as um, far as, like, rappers coming together, even female and male? Um, nah, I don't think there's a lot of commodities in um, in music here. I feel like there's a lot of, like, the, the one thing about the Bay is our strength is our weakness. Our strength is our independent attitude. We don't need nobody. We can do everything ourselves. And that's a lot of that was necessary at a time when it was allowed in music, like when we had, when we didn't have internet and all the shit, you know, yeah. it was easier for us to be on. It, it was harder because it was like harder to spread music around, especially when you don't have a lot of legs who are, who are pushing the movement as well. 
But it was like, just like I said, it was a lot easier to get noticed when somebody was working really hard out here. It was easy to notice, especially if you added talent to that, you know. But we always had that mentality, like, you know, we're going to do everything on our own. We're selling it out the trunk. You know what I mean? That's, 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 that, that's that independent, like that grind. We always had that hustle in us. But at the same token, it leaves little room. It's like I feel like when, in order to build a, a, a big, like, uh, um, like something like solid, you need good people around you because it's hard to do everything yourself. Like you're going to shoot your video, edit it, you're going to do all of that, and you're going to mix and master your music, and you're going to do – That's it's only so much you can do in a day. And then also that's a lot of stress to put over yourself. You know, like I feel like it's necessary to reach out to people and, you know, have your your uh, your circuit your circle of of um, go tos and and I and also just even just artists like the artists out here like it's 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 like clicky but at the same token even within clicks it's like separation you know like it's people who are doing certain things and the other ones aren't you know whereas like you go to like a a different city or a different like I see other people from different places. And you'll see everybody. You don't. You can't even tell who's the rapper down there, because they all look like they're on the same level. You know, mm. whereas like out here, you might have one or two in the clique that that's looking like something, and then the other ones is like kind of just. You could just tell they kind of stragglers. You know, like mm. that's been like I don't. I feel like that's that's kind of whack. You know, I feel like everybody in the clique should look the same. You know, if y'all doing it right, everybody should. You know, have their own. Uh, businesses, they should all, everybody should have whatever they're striving towards and everybody should be making money. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. that brings me to uh, Richmond, California. And then, uh, you know, that brings me to thinking about the OG, uh, Mezzy Marv. Uh, Mezzy Marv, he had, um, you know, did a, he had a couple of incidents where he was in uh, Tent City out there. And, uh-huh. um, you know, speed up things, you know, we got more information on it. He said that um, he was actually putting together, you know, awareness in a particular area. He said that that area is now shut down. And, um, you know, his awareness of him being on the Internet and going to that particular part of the city, you know, since shed light. Like, uh, can you give me some information on that? Like, um, was that something that he needed to do? Was that? I mean, I feel like. Like I, I don't really know what what the whole situation with him is. Like it's really hard to speak on a situation that I'm not I'm not anywhere near involved in. You know what I mean? Like so I don't know exactly what you know, like what 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 was his purposes behind any of that. You know, it was a lot going on with Messi Barb around this time, so you know, it's it's you know, like I don't know if he's like trying to clean up a little bit of his um his uh, visuals or, like, his, uh, you know, like... Image. Kind of, yeah, his, that, there you go. That's the word I was looking for, his image. I don't know if he was just trying to kind of clean it up a little bit because it was kind of going down, but, you know, like, you know, that's that's the only thing that I could think of. But as far as, like, what he plans on doing and shit like that or whatever reasoning he has, I have no clue. But did it, like, um like speaking from your city perspective, like, did it uh, shine light? On your city, like in that particular area, is that area now shut down? But I, I, shit, I, I, shit, honestly, like 
I I don't like I said I don't know I I really haven't really been keeping up with the whole Messi Marv situation. I just hear things there and here and there, you know, about it. But yeah, I don't really but know put a lot put Messi Marv out of it. Put Messi Marv out of it. Put your city in it, and like um like for that particular area, have you heard anything about the area being cleaned up or anything like that? Nah. Okay. All right, dope, dope. Well, we'll we'll leave it at that, man. She, you know, um, as far as um, like them type of OGs like Mezzy Marv, uh, Jay Diggs, you know, Mac, uh, Mac Dre, like um, it was them like some of your influences, like far as your music goes. Um, Mac, Mac Dre, I listened to Mezzy Marv, but I wasn't like a, you know, that wasn't somebody who I just like had in constant rotation. He, he was definitely popping at one point in time with his music on the radio. You know, I had a, a couple of his tracks that I just, you know, fucked with. But I fucked with Mac Drake um, hard, too. Um, like, you know, just going through that whole hypey movement was, like, like crazy, you know. But Messy Mark definitely was a, a, a huge part of it. Um, just like, you know, like Fab, just like E-40, you know, like all of them. Yeah. Like, it was a, a huge movement that went down, like, and, you know, like, and, like, some of the older cats, like, yes, well, even though they're all kind of in the same, like, group, it's some of them that, mm-hmm. like, were popping, like, a little bit, like, way, like, like in the, like, 90s and shit like that, like, uh, Yes Mouth and, you know, like, uh, you had uh, Spice One and all of them, you know, like, mm-hmm. they they was, like, you know, all of them have, like, a huge influence on me. Like, the Bay Area rap has always been definitely super dope. Like, our style of music, a lot of yeah. people like are like easy to judge the Bay Area, um, because they're like of what they see on TV. It just like looks like a lot of it looks kind of goofy to me sometimes, like how they portray the Bay Area um, music. But mm-hmm. um, when you really go deep into the depth of it, like you can go and see like really track the artists. Like they, it's really some super talented individuals that came out of the Bay Area. And a lot of our styles were, like, like bitten off of, you know, like, as far as, like, you know, other states and other people, like, using, like, our style of music, whether it comes to the production or even just the wordplay, you know? But it's, I also grew up, I also grew up listening to a lot of East Coast music, too. Um, I, was a huge, I, I was and still am a huge Jay-Z fan. Um, you know, Nas, I listened to, like, I mean... Should I even like we we like I went when I went through my music breakdown stage and I and I got really uh, immersed in in the hip hop culture like I did like I studied a lot of like about like KRS One and you know I went down my Wu Tang and you know like I, I I got a lot of you know good even just Southern music like with Outkast and the Dungeon Family you know like I've always just explored music a lot so. My influences come from everywhere. Dope. So, and, you know, um, we're going to go into, like, um, just ask you a couple of questions about, like, um, you know, some of the more current rappers. Um, and you got um, Mozzie and you got Filthy Rich, right? Uh-huh. So, like, with Mozzie and Filthy Rich, like, um, you know, have any of them ever reached out to you? And do you think, like, um... Like um, what they like, how they like portraying because they're, they're totally different from like you said from, you know, the prior, and what's going on now. You know, you got um, you know, Mazzy, you I mean, you got um, Filthy Rich, Mozzie, you got uh, what's the guy name? Um, 
Yeah, I think about it, but you talking about CML? Um, yeah, yeah, you got him too. You got um, Lavish D, um, and you got um, what's the other guy? He up and coming, like his pops was a drug dealer. Um, forget his name, but anyhow, um, you know, you got people like that, like, like what, what do you like? Is that the new wave? Like, you like what they're doing? Like, far as like, cause it's totally different from the Mezzy Marvs, the Mac Dre's. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I don't think it's, I think it's, um, because I feel like they have more rhythm in their music, uh, Messi Marv and, uh, Mac Dre and all that. I feel like it was more, it was like, they had songs that not only you could like, like it wasn't just the, it wasn't an image rap, you know, it's, I feel like a lot of the rappers now, like they, it's, which is, I mean, it's still dope cause they still have, like, they tell a lot of stories. You know, like they, it's like a, it's, it's a different type of, it's just a different type of format in music. But I mean, I think I, I like it. I'm definitely still a fan of all the music that's coming out. Um, like it's a bit more mobbier. Like a lot of the music is more like it's getting back to like that mob music. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, but it's, uh, you know, it's cool. I like it. Uh, uh, yeah. As far as them looking out to me, though. Um, I've had like I have a show. I'm gonna be uh hosting a show um in July with uh um uh, that's um uh, that's that filthy rich and um and uh CML gonna be at they're gonna um be um bringing their hot summer tour down to um Santa Rosa. So Dope. I'll be there at that um performing at that um July sixth. And uh but yeah, I've I actually was just at their video shoot that they just shot with um uh, Mr. Fab, the uh you know, uh I'm having a brain freeze right now. Uh shit, what's the name of that damn song? It was the the, the latest um the one yeah. that he just dropped. The one he just dropped. Yeah. And I was That's talking it. about um Cookie Money. That's what his name was, Cookie Money out there. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not really up on breath. Like yeah, he. I know. I just seen him on, um, you know, Vlad TV. We seen him on Vlad TV, and you know, yeah. um, we got a story. So, oh. yeah. So, um, like with that being said, like, what's next for you though? Like, what what type of projects do we look forward for you from you? Uh, well, I'm dropping my uh my project, which will be uh. Um, a solo project. Um, I'll have like features and everything like that on it. I've already dropped um, one of my singles, Win Win. That's um, that's featuring my brother Cool John. And uh, next, I'm dropping Candy Crush and also doing another song feature with uh, one of my homegirls, Get It Indie. Uh, so she's uh, she's gonna be on uh, my next single after I drop this. The the one after I'm about to drop. So uh, and that song is called Throw That. And it's a nice little twerky, you know, a twerky, fun, fun song. Um, but, yeah, so I'm just dropping my project. And, you know, I got ciphers. I got uh, music videos. I got shows, all of that coming up. So it's going to be a pretty busy summer for me. That's dope. I like to hear that. And yes, hopefully sir. you can stay in tune. And um, as you, you know, you uh, get bigger and bigger, you know, you tap in with us every now and then and know what's going on with you. You can build that for type sure. of 
Most definitely. Yeah, I'm a, I'm definitely a um um uh, like I'm definitely big on that too, is just keeping relationships and and just, you know, you know, I grow with who grows with me. That's dope. So that's tight. And uh, you yeah. know, like as I as I get out there I'm definitely gonna stay tapped in and you know, y'all can always feel free to reach out to me. Yeah, dope. And, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us, you know, to post your videos on our channel, whatever. We definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? Not a problem. Um, so we got that we got that out the way. And, you know what I'm saying, we got the last bit of the interview, you guys. If y'all sat through the whole thing, man, definitely hit that subscribe button. If y'all on YouTube, hit that notification bell, man, gang. But um, if you can uh, shout out all your social medias and let us know where they can find you at, That'd be dope. Uh, okay. Yeah, you can find me at Prezi, um, um, at Prezi underscore Plain Jane. That's um, at P-R-E-Z-I underscore P-L-A-N-E-J-A-N-E. And that's um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, that's Snapchat, uh, the Facebook, all of that. So, yeah, you can reach out to me on any of those um, outlets. Um, you can listen to my music on Spotify, on Apple Music, Tidal, all of that. So, you know, that's that's that's, that's pretty much it. To reach out to me and on YouTube too. I got like a ton of videos that I've done in the past, and you know, ciphers and all that. So my team back like ciphers, and then I have like a lot of new stuff that's going to be coming out too. So, um, definitely, um. Uh, follow me and keep and you can keep up with everything that's com- that's going on. Y'all heard it here, man. It's Death for the Cloud Chasers TV, man. Thanks for tuning in, man. We'll chop at y'all later, man. Y'all get yeah, back with us.